This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour two of the GBAC Nation on 105.3 The Fan. And uh, we're having a nice little Friday. Thanks for making us part of your day. We cannot wait for NFL free agency and spring training. We're going to be hitting the final stretch to it when we begin broadcasting next week. And then the week after that, literally nine days from right now, we're going to be getting on a bird heading to Arizona to cover spring training here for you. The greatest spring training in the history of your baseball team right here on 105.3 The Fan. Looking forward to that. And NFL free agency really kicks off that week. Um, so it's, it, it already is a content goldmine as we prepare for it. And for more of that, uh, swirling news cycle. Here's Eric Chiafalo, your NFL news of the day. Early nominee for biggest L of the week goes to Jimmy G. Congratulations on your two-game suspension, uh, suspension, Jimmy G. NFL's performance-enhancing substances policy. He violated it. It's my guy. Yep. Uh, related to him using a prescribed medication without having a valid therapeutic use exemption, according to Adam Schefter. This is Adderall. So, yeah, that's... I was going to have everybody sort of make their guesses here. What do you think it is? We're getting a lot of Blue Chew and Viagra and things of that nature on the text here, but I do think Adderall... Why would that dude need that? uh, I don't know. He might be trying to uh, get real competitive with it, you know? All of a sudden... Rounds four. Performance enhancing. Yeah, it's just to make it better. Yeah, that's that dude, all it that is. That dude's a handsome guy. He didn't have to do that. Well, so I bad. mean, performance <laughs> enhancing. I know, but man, I mean. Just because you're good looking doesn't mean you're, you know. You can't be good worthless in there. I, I think he's probably. That doesn't mean the bun stays in the oven. Okay. Performance enhancing. Even if the bun does stay in the oven, it's performance enhancing. Yeah. Knock the bottom out of it sometimes. Sometimes you want to make a statement. Oh. Sometimes you're getting you're yeah. getting double teamed. Oh no! Wow. Sometimes you're out, man. Now, now <laughs> I see, now I see your point. Yeah. Now I see your point. I imagine he could be handling doubles, triples, triple, quadruples. Whatever. I mean, yeah. Who knows, yeah. dude? Yeah. So I mean, Mark McGuire was pretty good. I don't think he needed steroids, but I mean, come on. See, that's what I was hoping Jimmy was doing was the real deal. You know, you, you got a lot of injuries to heal from. You need the extra muscle. You need HGH testosterone and some of those extra ones, too. Those designer steroids, the real fancy stuff. You know, that's that's what I want my players doing. And once again, the NFL is showing they are asking you, please roid your balls off. We will only suspend you for two games in baseball. You're going to be down for a hundo. Yeah. Get caught again. You're done ski here. Two games, four games, we'll have you back in time for the playoffs. Seriously, man, and as a guy like Jimmy G who's missing games left and right due to injury, I'll go ahead yeah. and eat two games no problem to make sure I got all the extra HGH flowing through my my veins as possible. I didn't know about this designer, uh, oh, this, yeah. this, uh, this Gucci-branded steroid that is out there. I didn't know they had yeah, that's that. The, that's your Balco stuff. 
You know? Okay, this is the, the cream of yeah. the crop, top the stuff of the line. That, you know, gets around or specializes in building bulk. You can get whatever you want. You just Google it up, order it. <laughs> it's hilarious, dude, because it's the designer kind, but a lot of those Balco guys were in the, uh, you know, the, some random parking lots behind uh, yeah. r- random restaurants or something getting the injections. So, uh, congratulations, Jimmy G. Now, this is a huge bummer for him, though, because Field Yates says that him being suspended, the financial implications here could void over $11 million in base salary guarantees from the Raiders. So I don't know. I mean, and that's regardless of whether the team keeps him on the roster or not. So they, they could basically be like, yeah, you're still going to be on our team, uh, but we are no longer giving you that 11 and a quarter million guaranteed base. You know, they could be bleep holes about it. Oh, or that's my out. We're done. General. Yeah, we're done yeah. here. If I can if I can now trim $11 million and get rid of Jimmy G, move on to something else, this is a blessing. Yeah, you could do it and get rid of them, or you can you can do it and still keep them. That's the oh wow they have the they have the opportunity there to say you don't get your eleven point two five million guaranteed base, but you're still going to be a Raider. Uh, so I don't know if that's something that they would actually do there, but we'll see what happens with that. That whole the whole quarterback position for the Raiders right now is up, sort of up in the air, and I think Jimmy G's status before the suspension was kind of up in the air with them anyway. So yeah, uh, and their judgment is obviously in question by the fact that they even acquired Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place, so I have no idea what the hell they're going to do. Mm, salute to Josh McDaniels, man. A guy who knows his way around a bad decision or two. Now, we, we got to get the TMZ footage of this next one here. Apparently, at All-Star Weekend... Our very own Micah Parsons is uh, is crossing up his coach Stephen A. Smith so bad that his ankle needed medical attention and he was hospitalized. He does have pretty good handles and a very quick move laterally. I've never seen Micah yeah. actually play basketball, so the, I guess some highlights on uh, of him just at the gyms, just torching guys. Obviously, <laughs> these are just. You know, I mean, his explosiveness Joes. is ridiculous. Yeah. If he can dribble the ball, it's over for everybody. It appears that he has a low right to left crossover and a pretty good handle on his left that he he can he can go by just about anybody. I think he's going to put on a show in this game. Well, you're going to have his coach Stephen A. Smith on the sidelines tonight during the Celebrity All Star Game, limping around with some form of ankle brace on <laughs> because Micah Parsons apparently took him 100 took him down and and he touched earth a little that bit. That is there. not a ball sacking or a butt cracking. We got to get the TMZ footage of this. There is footage somewhere of our own Micah Parsons crossing up Stephen A. Smith. I only wish this would have been Mad Dog or Skip Bayless, but Stephen A. I'll take. We got to get the footage of this. Jason Kelsey is going to be returning the the wrestling mask that he was using. Did you guys see the videos of a drunken Jason Kelsey yeah. after his brother Travis wins the Super Bowl? He has the luchador mask on. Uh-huh. He got it from a, a, a little kid, fan, like a 12-year-old kid who was a Chiefs fan, and it's it's red and yellow. It's it's a Chiefs luchador mask. And Jason Kelsey's partying in it looking hilarious. But now the kid's reaching out saying, like, hey, I need, I need to find a way to get this mask back at least before the season, Jason, because this is my good luck mask. This is my game day mask. It's my Kansas City Chiefs back-to-back Super Bowl championship luchador mask. And as much as I love that you wore it the other night and I got no problems with it, heck, you can keep it. But right before that Thursday NFL opening kickoff, I'm going to need to get that thing back to me some way, somehow. Jason Kelsey has responded. The kid's name is Elijah. And he's like, don't worry, Elijah. I'm on a mission to get this mask back to you. And uh, sorry for having to commandeer it 
for uh for a few hours <laughs> but i don't know i don't i don't know he's he's kind of dancing around the idea that he might have like puked on or around it okay so there might be some splashes on there but i think hey that's a game worn that's authentic i think if you're chiefs fan yeah you, you want it back you, as is you want it as yeah don't wash it don't try and refurbish anything that's i want franchise that, lore yeah that's game worn that's game worn championship partying right there from a kelsey if you're a chiefs fan you're not washing that Man, Travis Kelsey just—he's he, or Jason's got the bit down. Like I don't know where his brother went wrong. I guess as a as a younger brother, you grow up trying to like imitate your older brother, but he just doesn't have the imitation down at all. You know, Jason gets up there; it's showtime, and Jason's going to put on a great show. He'll take his shirt off and put on a luchador mask. He'll put on that incredibly weird king costume that he did with the Eagles and give the greatest speech in championship parade history. Yeah. yeah. Jason goes up oh, there. Oh, he's a performer. He quotes pro wrestlers yeah, yeah, and, and makes yeah. bad parody songs. Yeah. While embarrassing his girlfriend. It's just, if he wasn't, if he, you know, I don't know, if he wasn't so good, I, I think he would be known as one of the biggest jackasses in sport. I saw with the Swifties are kind of like, uh, they think that maybe the reason, well, by him going after Andy Reid during the game, showing that kind of side of him. The Swifties want Andy out? No, the Swifties are like, maybe that Taylor and, oh. and are going to break up. Yeah, because she's not used to having that kind of a. The T levels are much higher yeah, in Travis yeah. than these other guitar players. Yeah. She's dancing around. Yeah, with. That she, was domestic violence vibes. Is that what they're feeling. Th- that's what they were feeling. There were several that they were interviewing, and they were all saying that this is probably going to lead to the breakup right here. His uh, macho, you know, kind of way he does things. No, she, I think she, she's probably going to see that and be like, okay, there's something there, you know, a, an additional thing here to fix. I think she's probably going to appreciate it. The interesting thing for me is now it's off season, Travis. You know, she's been dating in-season Travis, yeah. which is a, a much more toned-down version of himself, focused, you know, a little bit more disciplined to his game here. Don't yeah, quite have to, to see him all the time. Yeah. Now, off-season Travis, I don't know what that looks like, man, uh, but it's a new season, and it'll be interesting to see if they can make it to uh, to week one. The, uh, the network for CBS racked up close to $60 million more than it would have for the Super Bowl, thanks to overtime. Yeah, I figured Ooh. overtime brings I were, in. I figured they were bringing those some of those commercials back. I didn't know if that was a recycling of other commercials or if you have some commercials that it's like, hey, these are only going to get I played if couple, it's overtime. I saw a couple that got maybe some people paid for the opportunity if it went overtime, but I saw some of the commercials. I and I, but I wonder if they were also man, that was high peak watch time too. I mean, do you get more high money, value? High value, get more money out of that? Or, yeah, or an overtime it, commercial or might whatever, be more expensive. I whatever, don't know. whatever commercial you paid for, that's kind of what you get. I don't know. I imagine the sales guys, like as soon as it, the game is wrapping up, they're burning up that phone line at that first yeah. break as you're yeah. getting ready to go to OT, calling their account, seeing who wants in. But they probably yeah. have it con- contracted already. That uh, it, it's going to fuel the script conspiracy, though. You know, I'm su- I'm surprised there haven't been more. That's if that's sixty mil, just bang right there in your pocket for a little OT. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'd be doing that every other year. <laughs> yeah, but that's for the network though. That's not for the league. So, oh, the league's getting their cut out of that somewhere. Okay, but the league's getting their cut in a way of the with the fees they charge to put on the games, the billions. Of yeah, dollars. Th- that's already handled. Yeah. What CBS makes on top of 60, it afterwards, sixty billion to or sixty million for what they pay. That's minor. No, that's the Roger Goodell salary for the and year. There you go. Okay, looking at the draft here for a second, Athletes First uh, is uh, one of the prominent uh, agencies for players, and they have decided that all of their players are not going to be, all of their like draft prospects here that are coming in 
they are not going to be participating in any cognitive or psychological testing during uh, the uh, the the pre-draft process. Here we go. So you're going to get a lot of athletes yeah. just bowing out of an S2 or yes. whatever the you know wonderlicks or whatever kind of these these cognitive yeah, tests. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I wonder if they're the wonderlick because that's something they have always done throughout history, but the fact that the, that those get reported in the media I knew this was going to happen. Yeah, because they're, they're like, yeah, we've had too many leaks now, there and we we've seen that they don't necessarily match up. I think this is the right. C.J. Stroud effect, yeah, sure. who apparently you know was awful at the S two test, and then ends up being the best rookie quarterback that uh, that we've seen in some years here. So they're like, we don't even think it actually matters, and you guys are leaking it. Yeah, so right. we're just going to go ahead and respectfully say thanks, but no thanks. That's the problem. And and, and some of these players, if you're a top flight player, you 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 probably can bow out. I don't know some of these players. I wonder if they can override their agency. Like, no, I'm trying hmm. to like I think I'm going to score well on this test. This will actually help my my yeah. ability to get drafted higher. Can I override you, agency? To be like, no, I actually well, do want to do this test. What you might do is though, you might bring these players in on your thirty visits. And test them then, you know, so you don't worry about the leak and things like that. The leak is the leak is what happens from the combine on. When you bring the players in for thirty visits, you know, maybe the the, the teams have a little bit better uh, way of containing uh, those the results of those tests. Yeah, you I, I think what I'm it, saying yeah, there? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's closer to the draft. Teams will protect that. You know, it's it's the ones that are done at the combine that probably get out. You know, that's that's the problem you run. I mean, you got to tip their cap for trying to create a new standard of this is too invasive. We're not going to share this data about our personal lives yeah. with you for free, about what's going on in our brains with you for free. I, I think it is a great opportunity for the players who are confident in their ability to score in those departments. Um, you know, and as, as a team, I think I would look at it and say, man, we're not going to hold it against you if you don't want to take it. But if we can identify players who score well on these, we know it's a bonus. And we're not sure if we want to draft you, sir, in the third round or not. But if you take this test and you score well on it, your chances will go up significantly. And I think a lot of the players are going to say, I do want to take this. You know, yeah. I, I I don't think this batch of players is going to, you know, really be helping themselves with this. Unless you know you would have scored horribly. And you're like, just judge me on what I put up on the field. And, you know, I think yeah, you, you deserve the option to be evaluated more on on what you want to throw out there. So uh, more power to them. Time for the C-Note Cowboys news of the evening. Ten things about the new old guy and three players to pursue if, in fact, they do go all in. That's coming up next right here. The G-Bag Nation on 105 through the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 pre- Precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, We got a little C-note here for you. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks in DFW. You or a loved one has been in an accident, contact the Frankels, 214 or 817 Go online to truckwreck.com. It's also brought to you by Window Nation. Call 866-90-NATION. 
Yeah, Cowboys signed Greg Ellis to the coaching staff. We were talking to him last uh, week, right about this time. I think it was the 220. And, uh, you know, he was talking about how much he loved playing with Mike Zimmer. And, you know, he had been coaching. So I asked him if he'd be interested in it. And, you know, he kind of gave a wave to it. And I was like, wow, does he not want it? Or does he just not want to talk about it? And it's it's clear now he just didn't want to talk about it. But that's exciting because he is one of the great Cowboys pass rushers of this century. And uh, I think he's a guy that can teach something to the young guys in a lot of ways yes and and the thing that he kept hammering home with us about Zimmer was the attention to detail attention to detail attention to detail and how like in his own coaching that is what uh that is the page he's taken out of the Zimmer book of coaching is just the next level attention to detail and so if he's going to be another one of those guys I mean I think that's good and just I, I, the, the former player thing is always cool, but I mean, I fell in love with him just in the few minutes that we got to meet. I'd never met him, never talked to him before. I had no idea like Greg Ellis, the person. And in 15 minutes chatting with him, you're like, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. Yeah, I'd love what, to be around this. Yeah, dude. what Greg has done is uh, Zim has brought him in a couple of different spots. When Zim was at Cincinnati, he brought him in to help at you know training camp, and then when Zim got to Minnesota. He would bring him in over at Minnesota and stuff like that. So he's always kind of felt like that he've ever got back in, that he was going to give Greg the opportunity to to be a coach. And so I think I think Greg was just waiting for Mike to to get his opportunity, and and he yeah. knew he would have his opportunity as well. I think he's built for it. He, he just feels like a coach to me, you know, in the in the way that everything's buttoned up and the, and yeah. you know the perfect fit with Zimmer. Uh, I think there's some synergy in there that's going to pay off. He's a guy that can tell the players, listen. This guy, Mike Zimmer, might be getting after you, but it's worth it. Trust me. Pay attention to what he's saying. Yes, that's a great point. I think he will be a great buffer between player and coach. And at times, Zimmer's going to tick some of these players off, inevitably. And that'll ultimately be a healthy thing for the most part. But I think that it will be good to have that perspective. And he doesn't come across like super in-your-face guy. So there's, okay, not every positional coach on defense has to be in-your-face guy. The head of the defensive snake is in Mike Zimmer. But then sprinkled throughout, you got a couple of, hey, a little bit players, coachy, whatever, and I think all of that's good to have in there. Indeed. Okay, if you missed it yesterday, we talked in the 520 about why I I do believe Jerry is being serious when he talks about going all in, and the reason is the the salary cap situation. Yeah. Yeah. You talk about going to salary cap hell, and, you know, it's it's not permanent. You know, it's it's just one year, Um, but it appears the way the Cowboys contracts are structured, 2025 is going to be that year whether you like it or not. You're definitely not going to be able to afford to bring in free agents from the outside. Um, You know, you're going to be doing your best to keep all of your good young players you have and not have to lose them. But there's, you know, quite a few solid veterans on this team that are making, you know, average or, you know, above average NFL contracts. When you look at that group of guys between like two and eight million bucks, you're just not going to be able to afford those guys. And what that means is young depth and old broken down depth. And that reminds me of 2010, 11 and 12 for the Cowboys. It's been a long time. They resist going into rebuilds better than any team in the NFL. They have a resiliency and ability to field a playoff roster as long as their quarterback hasn't got hurt for 15 straight years. So they're really good at at how they team build like that. But 2025 is coming for them. Um, There's only so much you can do with Dak's contract to restructure because now just with Dak... You're going to have a $36 million cap hit for 2025 on Dak Prescott. That's zero salary. His contract is over. You still have $36 million to account with. And and he's not the end of it. There's an additional 25 if you add up all of the others. It's around a third or 
maybe a quarter of your overall salary cap bill for for 2025. And I'm hoping that means that um, the Cowboys are going to go all in because Jerry's a smart businessman. And year to year, he and Steven have decided the worst thing that we can do right now is make a move today trying to go over the top that's going to impact our ability to make the playoffs in the next two, three, four years. They want a steady stream of playoffs. Well, now that you know 2025 is going to break our back in a massive way, we're already going to have to let some guys go. We might as well throw more money at this and then have 2025 be the cleansing year so we can emerge into 2026, maybe better than ever. And maybe even with a top 10 draft pick, depending on how, how things work out. So that, that I just say, uh, as we'll do a little free agent primer here, uh, and you know some of the players that are available, if you want to be very aggressive in free agency, are you guys thinking the all-in? Where are you at with the all-in thing at 877-881-1053? Do you think it's possible Jerry and Steve are about to surprise us next week with a shot of rumor rooskies that they're in for some of the biggest names in the NFL for maybe the first time since Namdi Asamoah in 2011? That's what it'd be, Brian. What do you say? I feel like, though, the all-in part of it, if they're going for a position, it would be the linebackers. That's where right. I kind of feel like that if if you start to if you start to talk about and could you see them actually doing that? I could. I could. I, I feel like, though, that that – now, uh, there's a lot of guys and gals over there that listen to our program every day, and they're like, you guys continue to spend money that we don't have. Mm-hmm. But, but, exactly. but they will figure things out. They they're, do, they do have smart. it temporarily. They're very smart over there in, in the way they do some things. I mean, I, I worked with a lot of those people over there for a long time, and I respect them. But I think if there was a position, because I, the more I study these – college these linebackers you know I think Mike Zimmer's going to walk in there and say listen we've got to get better in this spot and I think Will McClay is going to do the best he can to try and help him there the pro department so yeah I, I could see a, a pretty decent crop of linebackers and them going to get well, a better guy and then go getting a young guy as well a veteran and a young guy yeah both I love that yeah because yeah, yeah. if you know if, if you're looking at this as a one-year opportunity before the window closes for a, a season or two you can't trust a rookie linebacker you, you could hope. No. You, even if you're taking him in the top 10, he might just not be good enough to tackle anybody for the first 20 games of his career. Yeah, you have to figure out they cannot have another poor draft. That's no. that's they, they absolutely cannot afford a, a poor draft. Yeah, and I, I, I don't expect them to be in the market for the, the top players at any position, really. I don't think they're going to be wanting to break the, break, the, uh, excuse me, break the bank for any one player, but I think the, the quantity... We've seen in years past when they bring in a new defensive coordinator, okay, we can we'll start to give you some of the ingredients that you want. We're not buying the the A caliber players. We're still going to be kind of bargain shopping here, but we'll go get four or five dudes if we need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And when you have the consistency of a Dan Quinn here, you start to see less and less of that. They're not going to get as much in free agency, but early on, new defensive coordinator Zimmer's like, hey, here are a couple of things I need. Okay, we're not going to get you the best player at the market, but there's plenty of linebackers in the free agent class. You can go get the fifth best one and it is a major upgrade for you here with the Cowboys yeah that is what they do you know guys like Gerald McCoy and J. Ron Curse you know absolutely I would look at this roster if I'm Mike Zimmer and I would say guys with all due respect I don't need a bunch of guys who are like not even good enough to make a Pro Bowl but are solid veterans I need a stud linebacker you know, I need you to I need you to go get somebody that I know is going to be Johnny on the spot, understands the scheme better than the quarterback on the other side of the huddle and is going to arrive on the spot. Is that Bobby Wagner? I don't know. You know, it's it's it's, it's hard to say what age you, you fall off. 
a blog and the boys put together a top three, and one of them is, is a linebacker, the Frankie Louvu. He's but he's he's more of a pass rushing off ball linebacker, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's considered to be probably the top linebacker on the market uh, for the most part for by most lists that I see him or Patrick Queen. I think if you could add, you know, maybe other pass rushing options, if it works out like that, I, I you know, I'd like to see Micah Parsons more in that role. And if he's going to be mugging the a gap as, as much as Mike Zimmer has in the past, maybe there'll be an opportunity for him to play in the, the middle of the field a little bit more. You also have that cornerback Jalen Johnson, you know, I, that would be awesome if we can actually dream of, could the Cowboys go out and say, no, we liked Stephon Gilmore. We like that you want to be back, but we want to go to the the absolute best free agent cornerback available. And that if you're going all in, that's the dude you'd be targeting. I feel like that there's in the draft, if they want to go that route, it would probably be better than going to spend the money. Because the money to me has got to be for the linebacker. Or, you know, and, or I, you know, they need a center bad too. I know I'm focusing on defensive players right now. But to me, I I'm gonna spend the money on the linebacker because I, I just the the group that you currently are dealing with right now in the draft there's there's some guys that are really good pass rushers there's some guys that are uh, you know good sideline to sideline guys some of these guys are really kind of banged up though too and that's the problem you know I mean I, I don't if I'm the Dallas Cowboys I don't want to sit there and get one of these college linebackers and have him play five and six years you know and that's it and then you're done. You know, they've had a little bit of a history of that coming about. You know, how about a linebacker you could sign for a couple of contracts, you know? And so I, I would I would venture to say that if they're going to spend money, it's going to be on the linebacker. I think they would draft a corner. The corner the corner depth is really good in this draft. You know, and for the type of guys that Zimmer likes to play with, too, the guys with length, the guys that could play press man, Yeah, he, mm-hmm. he could find him a couple of guys in the draft. Now, the problem that Dallas has is they don't have a lot of picks in the middle of this draft. So you've got to make a determination if you're going to be willing to dive out of there, out of your spot at 24, go back, pick up an extra three, pick up a four to kind of navigate this thing. Hmm. So that's kind of where I think they're going. 214 says, uh, can you draft giving a bleep? <laughs> I don't know if you could draft. Uh, I, I think maybe some of the fans are hoping that gets picked up in, in the April draft. Uh, free agent uh, linebacker, not grapefruit. Okay, appreciate that. Sorry, but the fifth best linebacker doesn't sound like going all in to me. Yeah, Chief's calling BS on this all in thing, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. It's not going to be all. I mean, all in is going to get a Jalen Johnson. It's who's the who are the best players out there. We're going to throw money at it, and we're going to bring these guys in premium positions, premium players, and that comes with premium dollars. They're not going to throw around premium dollars. I feel very strongly about that. You will get a quantity of dudes. You'll get probably a couple of free agent linebackers, and they will be upgrades from what you have. Uh, you, you hopefully you get a defensive tackle in there as well. There's a couple of good defensive tackles there, veteran wise, on the free agent market. You're not going to break the bank for those guys, but those make you better. I mean, I still think you can get a couple of linebackers here that you're not spending all the money for, and a, and a defensive tackle or so, and ex- really upgrade your defense. And then you go into a draft where you say, okay, there's corners here, there's linemen here, there's centers here. That's where we will spend our draft capital. But they're not going to go all in financially because I, all in, we know what that means in free agency. You're going to look at big time names, guys making big time money. The Cowboys will not be in on any of those guys. How about Antoine Winfield speaking of big time names? We can yeah. dream, can't we? I mean, that's the kind of safety that could make Mike Zimmer's defense really hum. Yeah, Mike, but Mike's is more about the interchangeable players at safety. Hmm. So you got to be able to cover and you got to be able to play down. I think with Winfield, though, you got a guy that can really play down well. 
Need to watch him play in some covered situations and see how well that is. Might be have a breaking rep- news report here. Tiger Woods is in a golf cart. Oh, and he'd had Dunsky. some. He'd had some back. Uh, he's riding with a, a marshal right now on the course there at the the Genesis uh, Invitational. Yeah, he might be going in. Tiger Woods' back might have just uh, given out on him, and he's going back in. He might withdraw here. That's a shame. He was playing well. He birdied the first hole. Had a couple of pars last time I looked at his scorecard. Uh, but he's plus two right now as we speak. But yeah, uh, that that looks to me very much like he's taking a ride back to the clubhouse. Well, I mean, the back was so bad last night. That's what contributed to that hosel rocket that he hit yeah. on eighteen off that tree, uh, and then he hit a miraculous third shot to get on the green and get in for bogey on 18 but yeah i would not be surprised at all if those back spasms are going to prevent him from playing as he continues to recover eight months ago now he had a a a spinal fusion type of surgery and for the first time he's trying to figure out if he can play some golf kyle duggar the safety of the patriots cameron curl uh safety of the washington commanders that's 20 and 21 on the pro football focus uh, free agent rankings i just know that at center and linebacker you have to guarantee that you get a significant improvement next year so i'm trying to go shopping in free agency in both spots yeah. and then let the best player available fall to me. I think you could do that tacking on another 25 or $30 million to your payroll and then flushing those player contracts in 2025 and, and look to rebuild after that. Maybe with Dak, maybe not. You know, but this this whole thing needs to be rebuilt now. The offensive line has needed one for a, a couple of seasons. And I'll keep my fingers crossed, Jer, you know, as we're going to watch here over the next 10 days, the cards are going to start to be revealed. And as those players start to come off the board in free agency, if we hear nothing but crickets from the Cowboys, not tied to any players, yeah. we'll know that once again, they're waiting for the C-tier free agents to go cheap and hope to nail the draft and build a championship. And at that point, I'll wave the white flag on believing for 2024 and 2025 because ain't no way. You know, it's coming for you. The salary cap reaper will come for your roster, whether you like it or not. Bad seasons are coming for you in the NFL, whether you like it or not. The best ones plan for it and maximize when it's about to happen so you can have a clean slate with your salary cap and take advantage of a great opportunity to get an elite player. At, at a position of need there in the top half of the first round. Time now for Biggest L, Biggest Dub with uh, Eric Chiafalo, and uh, we're back with that next in the G-Bag Nation. Well, thank you, Lucius. Hope everybody out there is having a good Friday. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan coming up at 4 o'clock. We'll talk NFL Coach of the Year odds. Is there any way you could justify a bet if you're heading out to Vegas to make a wager on our guy to get that done? We'll discuss that coming up in about 15 minutes. Here's the Chief. 877-881-1053. Where have you taken some L's this week? More importantly, where have you gotten some personal victories? It's time for Biggest L, Biggest Dub. Shout out to our guy, Ruben, who pulled me aside and said, hey, huge dub for me this weekend. Baby girl's out of town, uh, and Ruben's a basketball guy. So he gets to, he just gets to kick the feet up and soak in NBA All-Star Weekend exactly how he wants to. Yes. Kudos to you, Ruben. I will be living vicariously through you. Huge dub. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can understand why you wouldn't be able to do exactly what you want. But I, I think any man, if you got a, a, a woman in your life and consistently you're not able to do what you want to do mm-hmm. because she says mm-hmm. you really have to reevaluate your life decisions. I think it's a good point. And what you're giving people permission to do for you or to you. Well, I was granted permission to uh, take my daughters hey, to a, 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 a 
daddy-daughter dance for the first time. Yeah, hey, and I love it. It's a huge you know, dub for me this see, week. Once you got kids, you are signing up. At least 50% of your time has been drafted and co-opted by others. And if you have three kids, maybe it's 75% of the time. You know, yep. Just Make sure you're still getting your 25% to do what you want to do with this thing called life. That yeah. is so precious. And I'm, finite. The only way to get my twenty five percent is just to wake out twenty five, uh, wake up twenty five percent earlier. And <laughs> that comes uh, out of the sleep ratio, yeah, doesn't dude, it? You just pull it from the sleep. That's that's the move right there. Stand up till one o'clock, get some quality yeah. time. Nothing else is getting adjusted here. You're either going to go to sleep later, or you're just going to wake up earlier if you want to get crap done that you want. Uh, but I did get a huge dub uh, this past weekend, getting to take my daughters to a uh, daddy daughter dance for the first win. time. Yeah, great experience. You had the photo booth; they had all the different uh, little hats and glasses and things you can put on to goofy it up a little bit, and uh, danced our faces off. We had the the cotton candies and the ring pops. It was a great time. It was a great time. So first, first of what is hopefully going to be many. I mean, I'd like to think it'll be some level of yearly tradition. I took yeah. the older two, you know, the three and the, the three year old and the two year old, really four and three now almost, uh, left the the baby at home. But maybe next year she'll get after it. So nonetheless, shout out to the dad that had four girls. He wow. had four girls there. He I had was to one up you didn't. He? There was a handful that had three. Jeez. He he was the only one with four. I thought I was doing it pretty big with the two. Uh, you know, you got one. You're doing a piggyback dance with one, and then you're kind of holding the other one in the front there. You're just trying to mix it up, but it was a good time, man. Broke a sweat. I mean, we were getting oh, we yeah. were getting down. Yeah. The chicken dance is no joke. Yes, chicken yeah. dance is no joke. And when the little girls are looking at you, you got to kind of go for it. It's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but you take solace in the fact that all the other uh, all the other dads are having to do the same thing, and then you're jealous of like the three or four dads that have really good moves. Yeah, That's what you find out there. A couple of those guys were killing it. Yeah. 214 Biggest Dub, you guys gave me a shout-out about a year ago for uh, for 55-star Google reviews for the landscape business, Smith Landscape Co., and uh, recently started a new job and tearing it up, so congratulations to you, 214. Got your own business. Looks like you're mixing it up in somebody else's business. Good time. Bad time in the 678. Took a major L on the blackjack table at Choctaw after Super Bowl. Dealer dealt me 20. I was feeling good. Dealer won with three sevens. Lost wow. all my Super Bowl winnings. Oh, that hurts. That hurts. Yeah. <laughs> the three sevens, that's one of those where you just get up and you just say, today's not the day for me, right? You yeah, get, you get popped on a, uh, on a triple seven. You were sitting at twenty. I'd think you'd just say, "Hey, we'll we'll we'll, we'll try again day. tomorrow." Yeah, not usually a sign things are not going well for you. <laughs> at the very least, Where, you're getting up and leaving that table. Gavin, you you play that game well. Do you split that? Do you split the three sevens? Um, no, that was the dealer that had to hit on a fourteen. Oh, the dealer. No, if had it's to, to me, it, if you would, but it yeah. depends on what the dealer is showing. If I got fourteen, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit if the dealer has a seven or above, probably. Right. You know, because I'm going to assume that I'm beat there, um, and I, I would just hit and deal with the loss. You know, but you yeah. just have to you have to accept the math of it and yeah, they, say they my decisions are made. It's just like a fourth down decision. Okay, yeah. they automatically have to take the cards. I don't yeah. know anything about blackjack, so that's why I, I mean, yeah, dealer has people, to hit on sixteen, stay on seventeen. But I, I've seen guys like sort of split cards. Yes, is that and then you know I, I saw I, yeah I saw a guy get three straight blackjacks. Okay, so here's what cards. you do. Let's let's say the dealer is showing a two or a three. You yeah. can think, okay, they don't have me beat right now, and if I'm dealt tens, yeah. maybe I want to split those yeah. and and win twice gotcha. because now I have two chances to win. I'm sort of hedging. You know, it's going to be hard to lose both if the dealer's showing right. a two or a three. There's a lot of good that happens there. Two one. You know, now, oh, if ahead. you get if you get dealt ten or eleven, you can double down. Double down. 
Okay. And that's how I ended up losing all my money in Vegas. I was, uh, a, I, a double down. I was sitting pretty, and the dealer pulled some crap on me. I remember, like, like standing over your shoulder there with Chief, and, and like, you stayed on a 12. Yeah. I mean, like, literally just, no. Dealer it, was showing a 6. Yeah. I'm thinking, that dealer has 16. They're going to go bust Ola. You know, yeah. and that's when you put that easy bust bonus out there. That's yeah. a lot of fun. Ooh. Yeah. Was that what Choppy was doing? What was Choppy doing where he was making extra money? That was a different bonus okay. on the on the right side where you're betting on like combinations of a straight or a flush made of the the up cards. It just okay. it was a weird, you know, way of them grifting you for more money, basically. Two one four has taken his daughter every year to the daddy daughter dance since she was three years old. She's eleven now and she's going to her first school dance on her own. He's taking a big L, he says. Yeah. In the two one four. That does sting, bro. I'm yeah. uh, I'm thinking about you. Six eight two biggest dub got a pair of sneakers from the thrift store for five uh, that are worth five thousand. What nice Nike oh. Air Max seven twenty oh. black fuchsia women's size eight. He's oh. about to cash in fat. He got it for five yeah, bucks. Yeah, don't tell anybody else, bro. That's the lick right there. Don't tell anybody else. Ross, if you know what you're looking at, you go to a certain area in Ross. You might find you something. Uh, Burlington, you might find you something. Target, you might find you something. Not everyone. Yep. Go to the right locations, right areas. You might run up on something if you know what you're looking at. There's people putting out there at the thrift store $5,000 shoes? Yeah, man. They're just yeah. giving up. some J's. Some, some giving concrete up. fours at Ross. Low key. Nobody knew. If you rock the size 12, yeah. but hey, right there. Wow. So a lot of people don't know what they have, you know? Yeah. Got a pair of shoes a long time ago, taking it to the Goodwill with all their other stuff, cleaning yeah. out their Cle- closet. Cleaning out the closet. Don't yeah. need these sneakers anymore. I've outgrown these. <laughs> Sitting on five freaking stacks right there. $5 shoes for five Jeebos, man. That think, is that's as big a dub as you can imagine. My favorite thrift store thing ever was a guy got a jacket from the Masters from Augusta National. Like, they don't let those jackets wow. go. What? Yeah. Like, a member took his jacket out of the club. And put it at a thrift store, and the guy a guy bought it. Like it was all stitched and everything like that. And there's nothing that Augusta could do about it. They could, I mean, they asked, for it and the guy's like, "No, I'm not giving you this jacket back." Jeez. But he got it at the thrift store. Yeah. Well, biggest sell of the week, man. We we've been fortunate through. We got through Vegas unscathed. I would say from a flight standpoint. I mean, there were some delays that were annoying, but both, both ways. Large, I'd say what, it, what it both happens. ways with 40 people on the plane. And and you're seeing stories left and right of nightmare plane situations. Broadus is about to be the nightmare on his plane tomorrow, hacking up a lung. Uh, Godspeed to those folks. But yeah. we'll be on our way to surprise in no time. Thank God we're not flying Delta. I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the maggot plane oh no yeah disaster on a on a delta flight uh had to had to return back to amsterdam because there were maggots falling out of the overhead bins okay someone's got carry-on luggage ends up being a disastrous uh fish situation i'm like dude broadus is getting stopped for toothpaste in his freaking bag and you guys are gonna let a nasty fish get through that deal that's covered in maggots and now it's raining down and you're having to turn the plane around and then allegedly they take that bag and they burned it yeah. They're saying they took that luggage bag and set it on fire yeah. <laughs> on the tarmac. Yes. We got some of that jet fuel over here, Jim. That's yeah. amazing. That's exactly what they should have done with it. But the fact that that can get on an airplane. But my guy over here brought us can't brush his teeth all week in Vegas without his his, his home crazy. his home field advantage toothpaste. That's ridiculous, I'm, I'm dude. I'm still waiting for my global entry thing to be approved. Your TSA deal. I check it every. I can't fathom the disgusting nature of a maggot airplane. That's one yeah. of those lose your mind moments. 
That's where it's out of body experience. Somebody tranquil me yeah. and let me go to sleep until we get back here. I'll tell you what. I got, we got to turn around and fly for two hours knowing you got maggots crawling around. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Much less the smell alone. It's just amazing I, kinda, the state that some people show up at these airplanes in. Come on, dude. I'm kind of against the people that bring food on the airplane. Just food in general? Yeah. Eat it at, yeah, eat it yeah. at the gate. Yeah. Like, yeah, all of a sudden, like, you know, you got that big oh, fish smell on a plane or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Maggot fish guy should yeah. be no fly zoned forever. Yeah. You're done, dude. You lose okay. your seat. There's, you, no, you, there's you, not a three-strike rule here. Yeah. So while we're uh, t- talking about this, I do want to point out the fact that Jared Sandler is fish in the microwave at work guy. He yeah, is. Which is a that. legendary Jim Rome bit. He actually did it in real life. I think, it, you know, it. Might be too young to have listened to Jim Rome at any point, but yeah, that's not good. No, so I was I was waiting for one smelly, of you to, to call him out for that smelly fish. Remember what I, I mean? I couldn't smell. But it was behind me. He was yeah. sitting on the couch. I He's didn't know what fish. That, he does a weird fish thing. Yeah. He does a lot of um, you know, like the the box frozen grapes, frozen uh, well, frozen like broccoli meals. Too, I think at the time Chief said it actually smells good. I was like, what are you smelling, bro? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Really, I was smelling the fish yes. that day, and I was and, liking yeah, it. And you said that smells good. Okay. I thought you were choosing positive just to be polite. At this, that time. this is a me problem. Then <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it in- encouraged some bad behavior, but. Biggest L, biggest dub every Friday, 340 here on 105.3 The Fan. I was playing poker with uh, with uh, Woolchuck's buddy Gary last Saturday night. Yeah. Dealer's to my left. He's got a beat on me. I'm a little inexperienced. Uh, I haven't played in the last 10 years or so. And I was checking when I was strong. I was betting when I was weak. So he had a beat on me, and he, he kind of outplayed me on a couple of hands. So the next time I flop top pair, I'm like, okay, I am going to bet out like I'm weak. And I got him on the line. He's calling me down with trash. Hits a random runner, runner straight on the river to still win. And he blushed and got all embarrassed because I, of course, called him down thinking that I'd had it. And boom, I got this dude. And then... A few hands later, I was out. He put me on tilt. So I'm. Yeah. I, that was my biggest L of the week. It was $140 buy-in, little rich for my blood when it comes to the poker. Uh, but now I'm fired up to play again, yeah. and I won't make the same mistake. Uh-oh. I'm coming for my, my revenge as well, dealer, man. Poke the bear. Yeah. Uh, okay, G-Bag Nation, we got two down, three to go here on a Friday, the first Friday without football. How's that feel? Whoa. Let's, uh, <laughs> Not good at all. Let's talk NFL Coach of the Year, though. Is there any way you could justify a bet on our guy to win this award uh, next year? It's uh, coming up next on The Fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.